When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Welcome back to Fox 5's On The Hill Live this Sunday morning. You know, when asked, voters rank the economy as their top priority. And this week, both Democrats and Republicans frame the latest economic news this way. We want to bring in our political panel this morning. Andrew King is a former senior staff member for Senator Lindsey Graham and the founder of Neil Creek. Omikongo Dabinga is a professional lecturer at American University and a Democratic strategist. And gentlemen, we welcome you both in. A moment ago, we had an economic conversation, uh, obviously with Mark Avalon, but I want to talk about uh, the economic perspectives of, of how this played out this past week. Uh, Andrew, let me start with you. The White House holds this event celebrating, they say, what was an historic Inflation Reduction Act on the very day that the CPI comes out and it shows that inflation is not being reduced. In fact, it's going up. Take me inside, which seemed like it was a gift to the Republicans. Why go ahead with something like this when you know those numbers are coming up at 8.30 in the morning and you're going to do this thing at the White House at 2 o'clock in the afternoon? Yeah, listen, it's a great question. I mean, one has to think that they probably didn't think the numbers were going to be uh, as bad as they were. And so, I mean, I think at the end of the day, um, you, you know, this, this or the inflation is real. Um, we're seeing it across the country in these um, uh, House and Senate races. And I just think at the end of the day, this election will be about inflation. Inflation will drive uh, the outcome in the midterms. You know, by all respects, I think a lot of people say, the Biden White House had a much better summer of <laughs> September of, of 2022 than it did of 2021. But this is something that, you know, going back to James Carville's credo, that it's yes. the economy student that always has to be on the radar screen of every White House. Mm -hmm. This inflation situation is not going away. How do they get ahead of this and how do they message on this without looking like they've tuned out on what the reality of a lot of people's day is like in the supermarket? Well, I think one of the things the Biden administration needs to do is to continually be proactive and not reactive. They're doing a lot of work to help average people when they're doing their work as it relates to student loans. They're also doing work to help people cut down their costs as it relates to the, their medical bills and the like. So I feel like every single day, just look what happened with the, with the rail strike that we just averted, which would have also crippled the economy. So I think on a daily basis, Biden is doing work to help the average American get by on a daily basis. And so nobody wanted a rail strike, but mm. do, they, do they lose the win on that one, though, because it's something that didn't happen? No, I think that's one of the problems is that people have to get used to the administration, that we have a boring administration again. <laughs> there's not a lot of bombast, there's not a lot of excitement, but he's out there doing the work. And I'm glad that they spoke about that, at least publicly, because that, that counts as well. But Andrew, when they're pressed about this in the briefer room, the, the administration does kind of tend to say, no, 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 you're wrong. We've got a hold on inflation. But, you know, we laid out those grocery bill numbers a minute ago. It's still real. It still hurts to a lot of people. Why aren't Republicans, you know, focusing on that more as they head into these 
midterm elections because that seems to be the thing that does resonate with voters. Yeah, and I think that's right. And I think Republicans are. I mean, there is a lot of noise out there right now. And um, But I think at the end of the day, this election will be about inflation in the economy, and Republicans will drive that home between now and the election. But, you know, to switch gears here, one mm -hmm. of the things they are talking about is immigration. And one of the ways they're doing it is that they're sending these buses of migrants you know, from Texas and from Florida to the front door of over Massachusetts Avenue of the vice president's house. How is that a grown-up adult way to highlight the issue of immigration on the Republican side? Yeah, it's a fair question, and I would say this. We've had a crisis at the border that this administration is unwilling to recognize. And as immigrants flood the border, there's nothing that's being done about it. And so you get to a point where how else do you elevate the issue? And I think it was pretty savvy what they've done because they have brought this issue to the forefront and the president and the vice president have yet to visit the border. Right, we have this crisis, and I think well, this I believe the vice president was the one who sparked Governor Abbott's I, anger yeah. in all of this by saying that the border was closed in Houston when she was down there. That's right. That's right. And listen, it's a it's a Biden policy. When you ask these immigrants who are on these uh, buses and planes, you know, why did they come here? They they came here because they think the border's open, mm -hmm. and that's a political problem. I mean, Kami, in fact, they did say that on Thursday when we were down there. Does the administration at some point have a plan to move forward and seize control of this issue? Because they're not going to stop sending these mm -hmm. buses from Texas and Florida, and they're going to keep flying, DeSantis says, some of these migrants to places like Martha Vineyard, mm -hmm. who, by the way, is probably closed for the season mm -hmm. now. There's mm -hmm. people in that island had to kind of pull together for the resources. Why not seize this moment from the Republicans you know, take this spectacle of sending these buses away from them and propose a, a real way to deal with this problem instead of it's the backbiting back and forth. Well, I think one of the things we need to realize is that it's really up to Congress to really be more proactive on both sides, Democrat and Republican administrations. Congress has failed to act as it relates to this issue, but we also have to be mindful of the fact that I don't look at it as a savvy move because this shows a lack of humanity for people who claim to be about Christianity and about helping people and clothing the poor and, and, and serving people who don't have anything and to ship these people and to deceive them and to just ship with their children and to promise them jobs and the like. I don't look at that as savvy. I look at that as quite inhumane. All right. Another issue that uh, reared its head again this past week was abortion. Senator Lindsey Graham, as you well know, proposed a, a nationwide uh, abortion ban. A lot of Republicans, you know, thought that they had quieted down, you know, the, the woman's vote, the re Democratic efforts to, to get votes out of what happened with the overturning of Roe v. Wade. Why, in the Republican view, is this a thing, good thing for Lindsey Graham to be doing to not, you know, only restart this wheel, but do it in a way that would drive Democratic voters and drive women voters to vote on this in November? Yeah, well, first off, I don't think uh, it's quieted down. I think Republicans have got been being uh, hammered on this uh, across the country ever since the overturning of the Supreme Court decision. So I would argue that Republicans, what are Republicans for? So this is a policy that Senator Graham has offered every year for the last 10 years, which has had almost the entire Republican caucus. That's a very reasonable policy, mm -hmm. right? 15 weeks... Yeah. 47 out of 50 U.N. nations have a policy that's that or more restrictive. What's the Democrat policy? We're coming, it, up, we're coming up against the clock real quick, though. If Democrats were looking 
to remind voters of the stakes mm -hmm. in November. Did Lindsey Graham just hand that to them this week? Oh, absolutely. We're seeing across the country that Democrats are making gains and, and people are seeing that abortion is pushing people out. And the cultural wars are also driving people out as well because we talked about the economy, but a lot of people also feel that number one threat is also our threat to democracy, which a lot of people are seeing coming from the Republican Party. Omikami Dominga and uh, Andrew uh, King, we both appreciate you being in here with us live this Sunday morning on Fox 5. We'll have you back real soon. This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.